is for porn. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast, designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hey everyone. Hey there. So today we're talking about porn. We are. I have no idea <laughs> you know what what i'm trying to do i'm trying to come in from a balanced non-judgmental perspective and i'm struggling with that i see where the problem can be with that because you know we've done some research and the issues of it the damage that porn can cause makes it very hard to go oh let's have a balanced look at maybe there's some benefits because Uh, of that yeah the negatives are so huge And I think because, as you said before we started recording, you've got two teenage boys and I've got two teenage girls together, it's a real problem. When I used to run boy sessions in schools, and one of the questions we'd talk about is pornography, and I wanted to find out from them when they first watched pornography, and it's pretty much the same as what the research shows, that around 10, 11 years old is the first time that boys watch pornography, and that's pretty mind-blowing staggering isn't it i was thinking of taking it from a personal perspective because i've been in a relationship where the person was addicted to porn and so i was going to take it from that perspective and and how that affected our relationship well i think that's important because all our podcasts in this season alphabet soup for couples is all about topics related to couples and relationships so how did porn affect your relationship not for the positive at all i would say it was so detrimental on the connection we had in the bedroom and we had no chemistry really this is sometimes hard to notice when you've been in a relationship with this one person for a very long time because there's no comparison you know something's not quite right but it's not there's no connection there there's no intimacy any depth at all I only really noticed this, I think, after going out of that relationship, how detrimental that was to that relationship. And being with other people, do you mean? Yeah, I had a relationship then after that where the person wasn't into porn at all and thought it was disgusting, wouldn't ever look at it. And that connection was very different. I've used porn in the past and I think I've used porn when I was single rather than when I was in a relationship. When I was in a relationship, I didn't see any need to. But when I was single, I did. Over time, though, I felt like it was sort of distracting me away from actually feeling in my body. I was looking to a visual to create an image to get excited by. Mm. And it wasn't real. And I knew it was Hollywood. You know, there's people behind the camera and there's makeup artists and there's lots of other people there. But there's a pull in to actually watch that. And then I realized that it's actually, in a sense, desensitizing me. And I went on a bit of a journey of trying to find pleasure in my body without having to look at something to find that pleasure in my body is actually feel in my body and be able to touch myself without looking outside of anything else. And that changed a lot of 
my connection to my own body and how I felt and what my body needed and then also in a relationship sense as well. I reckon the best way to describe it because I've been in that relationship but then I also dated someone else and I knew straight away they were into it too by how they were in the bedroom because they were disconnected and they weren't there was no emotion I think that's the best way to describe it that people that view it that much they lose any kind of emotion in the bedroom at all do you think that's because they're not actually present because they're in their head maybe thinking about an image or visual or something I think they've numbed they're actually numbed that's what it comes across as. And you're never going to live up to what they're viewing because what they're viewing is so extreme and it's made to be bigger and better and all the time, isn't it? And more extreme and it's more addictive. So you watch it the way these addictions are played out. You want to watch more and more and you want to watch bigger and better. Yeah, all, the, all about the dopamine hit, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's the dopamine hit. So you're never ever, your partner's never going to fulfill that for you ever. So that's a real lack of fulfillment in the bedroom and from then, both sides and then i think that creates a lack mm. of connection and there's less intimacy and then in the sense that that place where you should be actually be able to feel safe and secure and grow together and enjoy each other's bodies that there's a disconnect and that sort of probably pulls you apart more then it does you're very disconnected so what can people do about it because i mean i guess it's a very interesting point because some people would say oh look porn is good for our relationship we watch it together or we enjoy it they don't mind that i watch it i don't know if i believe that i've had an ex-partner say that about them and their ex yeah yeah which i was a bit flabbergasted by (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's a it's it's interesting isn't it one thing which i guess for me is always about not yucking somebody else's yum Mm. It's that real understanding that there are other people out there. There's so many. The world is made out of so many different flavors that some people get something from different things, mm. and things that I might not appreciate or even really approve of, I guess. But it doesn't make it wrong. So talking about porn in a public space, I feel, is a little bit difficult. I don't want to turn around and say what you're doing is wrong. I do want to say that what you're doing is probably harming the relationship you're in or is harming your potential relationship. That's a good point, isn't it, there? That if it's going to harm your relationship that you're in and disconnect you, it's that, not worth it. No, it's going to. It's actually going to harm you. Because you want to do stuff it? to connect together and I can't actually see a way that that does that other than disconnects you. I think from experience because I have now experienced two people that were into it and then – you know, you're not, and it's so different. I can't even begin to tell you how different it is, the connection. Go on, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Go and tell me. <laughs> Just blow some wind in my sails. <laughs> I tell you all the time. <laughs> no, I know you do. <laughs> so I think you're actually doing yourself a disfavour, and I, I, I mean, this sounds so opinionated, so this is going to come with a strong opinion warning. <laughs> strong opinion warning, I like that. If you want to be a shit lover, watch porn. Oh, she said it. I, that's true. I actually will have to back you up on that. I feel that men who watch porn all the time and are constantly having to jerk off means that when they're in a space in the bedroom, they don't have a connection to their 
body, their skin, their genitals. So they come too quickly or they're not actually feeling their partner. Not They're not feeling where their partner's at. Another thing that actually can happen is that they don't even get excited by you. So it's not even that they come too quickly. It can be that they actually have erectile dysfunction because they don't find you exciting because of what they're watching. Mm. And that's sad. That's yep. really sad. So then to really find out whether it is affecting your love life, I guess the only way to tell is to actually just stop doing it, isn't it? Mm. Stop doing it. Though and saying that, it's very addictive. Very so addictive. for us to say stop doing it. Just stop. We're <laughs> not addicted to it, but mm. I can see it's like saying to an alcoholic, stop drinking alcohol now. It's not that easy. So I get that too, that you've, if you're really into it, you're probably very addicted to it. Well, maybe then. Go for a week and see if you can get rid of it. Like if, that's probably a good way to see maybe if you're addicted. It is, maybe it's about going like we have on our phones, can tell how long we're doing things. Mm. Is actually measuring how much time you're spending on porn, how much time you're spending communicating with your partner mm. maybe it's about having a conversation with your partner and saying hey i need to talk to you about this thing which is a hard conversation you probably knew there was something going on without knowing it and i think most partners would know that there's something not right and that once you have that conversation then there's clarity and then there's a there can be a conversation about what happens next there was this really interesting fact i read and it was a bit startling to me it was i think it was a u.s fact but we could be pretty similar that in Australia. Yeah. Yep. That on average a week, people that are really into porn will spend between 11 and 15 hours a week looking at it, which is a lot of time. Imagine if you spent that much time with That's your partner. a couple partner. of hours a day. I mean, do you spend that much time with your partner? Do I spend that like much you, time with you? you? But, you know, like most people, if you were to put it out there, yeah. would they spend a A couple of hours a day just looking at their partner? Being present, <laughs> being present and with doing going on a date or exploring each other or really being with each other and present, do they do that? So yeah, that's another thing, you know, if you're spending that much time, if you were spending that much time on your relationship, how good would your relationship be? Mm. And how much happier would you be? You said something before, which is interesting, that there is quite a link between mental health and porn use mm. and that the more porn that people watch, generally the more depressed they are. So you might be looking at porn as a way to feel something because in your daily life you don't have that. However, it's what it's doing is taking you away from the thing you want. Mm. So rather than reconnecting you with people around you and bringing yourself more into your body and more into the world, it's pulling you more away from that. It's almost like this cycle, isn't it? So people will go to it because they feel lonely and depressed or anxious. Yeah. and yeah. I can't talk to girls, so I'll just look at porn. But it becomes this vicious cycle yeah, well, of making you more depressed and more lonely and more isolated. And more unable to talk to girls yeah. or talk to boys or talk to whoever you want to talk to. Mm. As a teenager, you masturbate a lot. And I can say that as a fact because I've talked to a lot of men and sat in men's circles and had these sort of discussions about masturbation and you do it a lot. And back when I was probably at school, it was very different. You know, there'd be a magazine that would just get passed around and who knows who had it and what they did with it. But You had to go out of your way to find it. You had to go it. out of your way to find it. And the only porn I saw probably before I was 18 was someone who got hold of a VHS tape and there was a group of us in a room watching it and I don't know how the other guys felt. I was super uncomfortable because I was just like, this is just weird watching this. And that's now been taken into a space where you can have it on your phone and you can watch it anywhere. Mm. And you can hide away. And I think that ability to access it whenever and to watch it quietly in your own space has meant that it becomes more easily accessible. 
and addictable. Mm. That's not a word. No, it, I actually thought it sounded pretty good. It should be a word. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's much easier too, to it's too become easy addicted to, access. to yeah. something which is so easy to get access. Yeah, I was also reading that. So on average, hotel movies watched fifty percent of them are porn. That's how easy it is. You can watch it anywhere, everywhere. Like you said, on your phone, on holiday, anywhere, at work. Apparently, it's <laughs> another big thing people do. I don't know how people do that. We want to talk about how it not only affects relationships but what you can do about it mm. because that's really important. If your relationship is not working and it's due to porn, then you've got to do something about it. And maybe you might not realise that's actually being a problem in the bedroom in your relationship because a lot of people don't think it's a problem. And it well, might we, be We that have terrible sex education, so we don't actually know what oh we're supposed to be goodness. doing, really. It's pretty awful. Most people use porn as their sex education. I know. And which is really scary when I think about the number of, well, you know, people out there who watch that and think, oh, that's what a man likes. That's what a woman likes. That's, a that's re- what a person likes. That's really interesting. I... um was friends with a guy for a while and he said to me because we're having a porn conversation he wasn't into it at all and he didn't agree with it but he said years ago he said I just didn't know how to satisfy a woman like I said I I didn't know how to please her so he said I watched it so that I could get educated to know how to please a woman because it's not part of our sex education, obviously. And it's not a conversation. But what a terrible way have, to go. Yeah, terrible way to go. But how, how do you find out how to please someone? Mm. You don't. I'll tell you one way to find out how to please someone is actually find out what pleases you. If you can touch your own body and find out the things that you like about your body, then you can actually tell the person, this is what I like. Have a conversation. Oh, my goodness. Have a conversation <laughs> about sex. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. People Ask freak. what you like. It's so funny because it seems so cringy, but it actually makes so much sense. That if you can have a good conversation about sex and what you like and what you don't like, it will change your bedroom. Oh, and we're all different. Not everybody likes the same thing. Don't expect yourself to know. Yeah, you come up with crazy things. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're putting wind in my sail. <laughs> so I think one of the things that couples can do as well is, is have a conversation is to sometimes you might have to go to counselling and mm. talk this stuff through if this is a block in the relationship. And sometimes people might be embarrassed that they are into porn and be reluctant to even tell their partner. The partner might not even know. That was the case for me for years. Have that conversation and approach it with your partner and they would only want it to be better together your connection to be better so if it's with that intention talk to your partner about it some people probably don't feel that there's any problem at all with their porn use and maybe if they feel that then they have to actually have that conversation with their partner and say well this is what i do and i don't think it's a problem because it might actually be a problem and they don't realize true so thanks very much for listening this episode and please join us next time for cures for questions thanks for listening please subscribe and follow us and check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com bye for now see ya <laughs>